Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Okay. <laughs> Hello, dear friends. Good evening. Such a beautiful, beautiful evening. So I will continue to read this beautiful book, The Adventures of Odysseus. And uh, I find it quite uh, interesting. And uh, it helped me to improve me. So it's very worthy. And, uh, oh, sorry for your time. Mm. Okay, let's uh, start. The land of the dead. Home is what a ghoul cries for over rough water. There is nothing worse for mortal men than wandering. How many more storms before my ship could lower it, its sail? I was haunted by memories of home. Oh, I am homesick. The long shadows of the afternoon stretching down the terrace and vineyard that laddered that ladder every slope, the scent of herbs on the breeze, the tongue of my dog against my palm, great Mount Neriton, great Mount Neriton, the rocks, the gold tracks, the sandy beaches, a wife without a husband and a country without a king. These things compelled me to walk among the ghosts of the dead. I so miss home, if not for my beautiful home, for my beautiful family. I would not have to go to the underworld to go with the ghosts of the dead. Circe gave us provisions and blankets. We soon discovered their purpose. The, the further north we sail, the colder it becomes. One morning, when we woke, we could see our breath curling from our lips and our nostrils in a shiver, in a silver mist. A few days later, we saw shards of ice hanging from the mast and the rigging. When we found ourselves approaching a wall of fog that rose from the sea to the sky, I could not tell you 
for how long we sailed once we passed inside that fog. Day and night had no meaning. There was only an endless, calmy gloom. The prow of the ship hit a sandbank. I and two of my companions took a pair of of sheep ashore. We set off. The further we walked, the more uneasy we felt. Everything was infected with the grayness of the mist. It's all foggy and it just does not feel right. All color bled from our clothes and our skin. My companions became shifting forms in the fog beside me. My thoughts, too, became gray, sluggish, stupid, lumpen. Every doubt and regret I have ever felt crowded in my mind, each with its own persuasive voice. All my old wounds ached. Every step took a little more effort. It was as if we were wading against the current of an ocean we couldn't see. So they were walking on the island and it was misty, foggy, gray. They could not see anything because they are going to the underworld. We reached the banks, the banks of a broad, oily river. river. It was the river of forgetfulness. On the other side, hidden from view by the fog, was the realm of many guests, the land of the dead. I scooped a hole in the sand at my feet. I scooped a hole of sand a hole in the sand at my feet. We lifted the heads of the sheep and slit their throats. Poor sheep. Their dark blood flowed, flowed into the hole in the sand. Shapes formed in the fog. We heard a mourning a hissing. The ghosts of the dead were coming, surmounted by our sacrifice. We saw young brides, warriors with gaping gashes, gurgling children. The sight of them made my seasoned soldiers shake with horror.
most of the spirits of the dead have lost all memory of their previous lives. They are stupid, hungry wrists until they can drink the blood of a mortal sacrifice. They long to remember their lives. That's so scary. Our blood offering was for one of the few who had kept his mind, the blind prophet Teresia. Though I had instructed my companions to hold back the ghosts, the flickering host, until Tiresias has drunk his fuel, we could, we they could do nothing but stand and shake and gape. It was as though they had fallen into some kind of trance. It was left to me to draw my sword and keep the dead at bay. One of the riff, one of the riff, was as insubstantial, was as insubstantial as all others. But he had a dignity, a purpose that the others lacked. Surely, this was Teresia. Surely, this was Teresia. I guided him with the sound of my voice towards the pool. He cupped his hands and drank. His white eyes twitched in their sockets. What can you see? I asked. You are Odysseus. You seek a way back to rocky Isaka, but it will be hard for you. Poseidon, 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 Poseidon longs to re- to avenge the mutilation of his son, Polyphemus. There is only one way that you will see the lights of home again. You must learn humility. You must rhyme in your desires and those of your crew. During your voyage, you will approach an island that will seem to you the perfect place to land. You will see cattle gazing, no sign of human life. You will want to stop and feast on their flesh, but Odysseus, be warned, this herd is the prized possession of the sun god Hyperion. If he were to see you harm them, and he is the sun god. He sees all. He won't go to Zeus 
and demand re- he would go to Zeus and demand revenge. The Cyclops curse would pursue you relentlessly. If ever you reached your homeland, it would be alone and unknown and under a strange sail, and there would be danger waiting where there should be a welcome. So, it was a quite a gloomy future. You will never be going back home, and even if uh, uh, you go back home, you will land in a in an island, and uh, and there will you will see cattles, but you will never hurt the cattle because they were the cattle of the sun god Hyperion. Maybe it's Apollo, in another name. Anyway, um, and even if you reach your homeland, there will be danger. There will be no welcome, but danger waiting for you. If you can overcome this danger, there is another journey you must take. You must put an oar on your shoulder and walk inland, leaving behind leaving behind everyone, everything, everywhere you know. At last, you will reach a crossroad. There is a man. There is a man will stop you and gaze in wonder at all. He will ask you what it is, whether it is some kind of winnowing fan for separating the grain. There is a place where they do not know, where they do not know what an all is, because they do not know what the sea is. This is a place where you truly are nobody. In this place, you must plant the blade of the oar in the ground so that the shaft rises up towards the sky. Make a sacrifice to great Poseidon of a ram, a bull, and a feeding boa. Then you will have made then you will have made your peace with him. If you can do all these things, your death will come to you in old age from the sea, in the vales of sleep, like a long awaited friend. What a prophecy. He will die of old age from the sea in sleep. This vision I have seen, 
this vision I have seen, it has come to me through a gate of hall. As the sightless seer spoke, more and more of a flickering host gathered around the pool. I saw a sight. Then I saw a sight then that stuck me with such a shock of sorrow that I stumbled back and fell into the pool of blood. I turned and ran, screaming. My two companions followed me, not knowing why they were running. Soon we were back on the ship and out of the open sea. My companions never asked me what had put me to fight. I never told them that I had seen among the dead the face of my mother. I had been away so long that if I ever reached my homeland, she would not be there. I would never again feel her warm embrace. Odysseus has left his home for so long he would never see his mother again. Okay, hello dear friends. Let's continue the song of the spheres. That's a little bit strange because what I heard is the song of the siren. And uh, let's take a look how it goes. The smell of the dead clings to the nostril. Only when we had passed out, when we had passed out of the mist, when there was wind and tide, day and night, did we shake off the chill. We returned to Circe's island. When my men had feasted and were asleep, I told Circe what I had learned. She shook her head in wonder. Mortals are meant to have only one journey to that place. You alone will have two. Listen well to what I have to tell you. There are several trials you must undergo before you find the island of the sun god Hyperion. Circe told me of the island of the Sirens. Oh, Circe told me of the island of Sirens. Sirens, sirens, the 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 the, the, the island of Siren, so, so, sirens, and their enchantment, and how I might evade them. She told me also of straits. Our ship 
would approach, the current will carry you into them. You cannot prevent it. To your left, you will see rising sheer from the sea a column of rock, the sides so smooth it is as if they have been polished. The sunlit shrouded in thick smoke. In the column, there is a cave. This cave is the liar. Is the liar of an ancient, snake-necked, flame-skinned, six-headed dragon. Oh, they will meet the six-headed dragon. Mm. The island, the 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 island of Siren. Mm. Sihan. Her name is Si. Skila, Skila, her name. Her name is Skila, Sila. Her name is Skila, the devourer, devourer. Her name is Skila, the devourer. As you pass through these straits, she will launch, she will launch and eat six. Of your crew, better this than to sail too far to starboard. Odysseus has to sacrifice six of his men. Wow, the six-headed monster. To to your right, you will see an island, broad in flat, broad and flat. Like the back of a crab, one fig tree dips its branch into the ocean beneath. Under the fig tree, there is a whirlpool. Her name is Charybdis. 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 Charybdis, Charybdis. Her name is Charybdis, the swallower, the swallower. If your ship were to be caught in the grip of her current, not even great Zeus could save you. This is why you must stay as close as you can to the bottom of the dragon's tower. Wow. As soon as she had finished, I asked, "How can I kill this Skila?" She shook her head. She pressed her finger against my lip. This is no place for acts of daring folly. There is a price, a toll, which must be paid for safe passage through these straits. Either you lost six lives, or all of you die. Well, there is a price. The price is six lives. That is. 
that is、uh, more than a mathematical problem, right? It's a mathematical and moral debate and argument. The next morning, when Dong took her golden throne, we said, we said our last farewell to Cersei. She gave us a wind to feel our sail. When the wind failed us, when the sail sagged, we knew we were approaching the enchanted region of the sirens. The sirens sing a song so beautiful that any mortal who hear it forgot everything except the desire to hear more. Many a ship. Has wrecked itself against the rock that lurk beneath the sea around their island, but they are the daughters of a muse. To pass so close to such beauty without experiencing it was unthinkable. I had to hear that song. I ordered my men to tie me to the mast. And block their eyes with wax. Block their ears with wax. They were to ignore my instruction, while I was under the siren's siren's spell. The shimmering sun began. I begged my crew to change their course. I threatened them and cursed them. But they were deaf to all my pleas, as they pulled at the oar. They could see two white hills on the island. When we were close, when we were closer still, they saw that the hills were heaps of bones, bleached white by the sun. On top of each heap, they could see a crater with the body of a vulture and the head of a woman singing. As for me, I could see nothing. I could only hear a song so searingly beautiful. I nearly lost. All reason. Wow, the siren song. In the song, I heard so many songs: the beating of a swan's wings, the hiss and drags of the sea on sand, the mourn of the wind as it blows across the broad face of the world, the rims. The rhythm of the passage of the seasons, my wife singing, my wife singing, my wife singing, and all the songs I heard were in harmony. For those few moments, I heard the song of the sphere. Ever since then, all music has been chattered to me. The sound of a shield as it falls on the cobbled floor. 
nothing is as beautiful as the siren sound. It took my heart away. It took my soul away. But uh, I could do nothing because my hand, my body, was bound to the mast. And my men could not hear because their ears were waxed. They were deaf. They could only row, row, row. And that's why we can, we can go across this dangerous place. <laughs> 